Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bob and Joyce. In today's episode, uh, we talk about the what I think is a thorny topic, managing versus leading. And we start from the premise that managers today in organizations are the key to good operations and a successful company. Because if you think about it, managers quite often are the key to hiring right and then retaining people. So we talk about the distinctions, we talk about what a blended approach may look like, and in all honesty, I think in this episode, we raise as many questions as we do provide answers. So let us know what you think. Enjoy today's episode. No kidding, this meeting is being recorded. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm hey, so Joyce. glad we have someone to tell us that. Yes, sir. You know, Zoom has gone through a lot of uh, improvements, uh, particularly since the pandemic. That is not one of them. No. <laughs> I, I kind of go, oh, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I've got that voice telling me that. Anyway, um, I was thinking, you and I had been just talking about sort of memories and even dreams of our work before. And I have an uncomfortable sliver about two, well, here, I, the topic I want to talk about is the difference between managing and leading ah. and where they overlap and where they don't. But I think I was a good leader and really a half-assed manager. I know I was. Wow. I know I was. I, I know I was. I hired good people and assumed that they could do, oh gosh, I cringe. Maybe I don't want to do this talk. <laughs> no, I think it's, well, you know why I think it's important? Uh, no, it is. Is that in a career, um, and it may be different going forward, but looking back, early in a career, you're probably, I was, doing more managing yes. than leading. And then all of a sudden, if you grow in an organization, you have uh, new responsibilities, uh, more depth and breadth of your role, you have to make that metamorphosis from manager to leader. So I think it's a great conversation. Yeah. And, and I think for myself, I was a leader from fifth grade, really reorganizing things. And, and I don't think I was a manager. So I'm so sorry for, to all of you who ever reported to me. They learned a lot. They had big experiences. And they're, they're benefiting from that, but I did not manage. So let's talk, let's get rid of my guilt. Let's talk about what managing is and what leading is and what's the difference. You know, so if, if I think about managing, and I'm kind of personalizing it, um, I was not, uh, my intent was not to inspire people. Mm -hmm. My intent wasn't to, um, yeah, I wanted to grow them, but I wanted to grow them in my mold. Mm -hmm. And and my managing was, uh, you know, basically uh, creating the vision. Here's what we want to do. Here's your role in it. And then I come behind and I check to see whether you did it. It, it was that, um, you know, iterative process again and again and again. Um, so did it, you have a little um, checklist in your pocket? Joyce, this is going to date me. They used to call me Carbon Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you remember carbon paper? And I'm so embarrassed to say this, my old well-being. I'm blushing for you. 
my, my old Welby managers, I apologize. They called me Carbon Bob because what I would do is I would, with my little pad, I'd walk the store by myself. So mm-hmm. not interacting. And, no. I, and I would do my exception list. Fix this, do that, move mm-hmm. this, clean mm-hmm. this. And, and when I was done, I would tear out and give them a copy. And then I'd keep a copy to check the next time. Um, and did you? Oh, I did. Yeah, it was, it was uninstalled. Yeah, I would do that and then I would never check it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is I gave him the original and you know how carbon would smudge. <laughs> That's what I told you to do. So I guess to me, um, I look back on it and it's the way I was trained and it mm-hmm. worked. It worked to a certain extent. But I asked two managers, I was with them maybe 11 years ago, uh, Denise and Pat Drizga, they were both managers for me. And I said, Denise, could you describe my leadership style in one word back when we worked at Welby? And she said, oh yeah, that's easy, intense. Wow. I know it hurt my feelings. And it's because- because I wanted to be lackadaisical. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping for casual. I was hoping for anything but intense. My point being is, I'm not saying managing is bad, leading is good. Um, And I probably could have done a more blended approach, but managing is clearly just seeing what has to be done, creating expectations, managing the results at a very, you know, uh, granular level. and, And unfortunately feeling that you carry the burden of the success of the store, the district, uh, the company. So that's, that's my, that's how you did it in the past. Oh yeah. That was uh 20. So how would you describe managing now? Um, first of all, if I think about the last 10, 15, 20 years, most of the people I managed knew their jobs much better than I knew their jobs. Mm -hmm. They knew what to get done. They knew the right questions to ask. Um, so I realized that me creating a checklist, or having them be waiting at my office door, waiting for their instructions, uh, I had to figure out a different way to do it. Um, and I'm not saying it was like hitting a switch, but I realized that I had to encourage, inspire, support, and go to the mat for the people that work for me. Mm-hmm. And that's very different than what I described earlier with managing. Well, I think what you described earlier, I would call supervising. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, um, there was no fun for anyone. Uh, and thus, uh, uh, Denise saying that I was intense. Um, oh gosh. Well, I'll go on first and then maybe I'll circle back to you and then maybe I won't. Um, I think the manager today, people leave a company because of their manager. They stay because of their manager or their hope for another manager and or promotion. And so the manager, I think, really has to nurture and protect and pave the way like a curling broom for the success of their team. And I always mostly managed team. I did have team meetings to talk about direction and what was coming up and to staying aligned with strategy. Other than that, it was like, come to me, come to me, and I'll, and I'll clarify so that you can go forward. But um, 
I'm thinking of a really good manager, but I don't want to use his name. And uh, people always wanted him to go into leadership because he was such a good manager and kind of charismatic, but he was not a good leader. He was not a good leader. That's not where he wanted to be on the very edge of figuring out what the hell to do. Very creative and, and within, a man, within a management group was phenomenal. So what was that difference? I think leadership, you really do have to have a sharp strategic direction. You really do have to be able to place large context of where you are in history and in going forward. You really do have to carry it yeah. pretty much alone, even if you have a great team. And you have, you have to be okay with being very, 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 very visible. Yep. And you have to, in, and not as a charismatic leader, but you do have to be able to, I know what it is, provide optimism, a sense of we are in a hole and here's how we're going to get out of it. And if we do it well, we're going to enjoy doing it, whether or not we meet the goal. And if we don't, then we're going to figure that out. But let's go. Let's do it. And let's uh, do it to the best of our capacity. Why? <laughs> we have to, to stay alive. And also, it's a lot more interesting. So there's something, there's a galvanizing factor with leadership. You know, it's, um, this will probably muddle it a little bit more. Yeah. As I was listening to you, I was thinking of, um, an executive VP of operations at Hannaford, who I think at first blush, uh, most people would say uh, he managed. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I really step back and look at the impact that he had mm -hmm. and how he, he carried himself with such confidence mm -hmm. that his confidence really uh, infected other people, and he, mm -hmm. he rose everyone's boat, and and I think uh, this particular person was a great blend of what we've described so far as managing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But as I was listening to you, he was also a leader. So, you know, I've I've kind of given you a, a hybrid, uh, but I I think it's a blend of both. Um, well, and I think if first of all one of the biggest lessons for all leaders, and I just was involved in a group of CEOs from my the college that I went to, which was DePauw, and there was one at Starbucks, and there was one at, yeah, they were big deals. Yeah. All of them said, <laughs> I almost forgot, all of them said, ah, you lead from wherever you are, whatever position you're in. Leadership yeah. is not the position, it's the quality of your gift that you bring to wherever you are. Um, so I do think maybe manager, and I don't think we've still well defined it, but we can come back to that, would be two thirds managing, one third leading, and leading would be two thirds leading, one third managing. I think that there is, um, I don't think many CEOs manage their teams well. Well, there's a truth, Burp. Um, 
I think I, they, I think they forget that that team is theirs to manage and to nurture and not to say, bring me your file of what you've got done, but I'm not sure. I, well, you and I have done a lot of, I would say good work with teams where we, that they almost became self-managing with the leader becoming a member in that. But I think that's, I think that is um, a great way to teach leadership slash management. And I think CEOs miss that opportunity. I just, I don't think they manage well. What am I yeah. saying that? Do I, I mean that? Well, I, 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 I think, that. you know, we, we talked about the flaws of CEOs. Uh, they're human. They make mistakes. They, they unfortunately are in the same, um, you know, they're in the same pool as the rest of us. So I, I think what you're saying is true. I'd like to give- but I'm not talking about making mistakes or anything. I'm talking about how they view the role. I think maybe yeah. they can get to nurture uh, and guide their team. But yeah. people let me know how wrong I am. Hey, we're saying the same thing. Um, can I give two distinctions? So I agree with you that we haven't really sorted out this managing versus leading. Uh, two distinctions um, that I think exist. Once again, personalizing. When I was managing, Joyce, I didn't have to have an original thought. Uh, I My job was to follow the dictates of my boss and yeah. what the company expected. If I distinguish that from leading, leading is, yeah, it's getting things executed in the manner that the company has strategized. But I think whether it be the development of your people or your vision of where to take uh, either your department or your stores, it, the demand is to have an original thought, to yep. create a vision. And so managing, I literally, uh, I didn't have to have a new idea. The second distinction, and, and this is one of perspective, when as a manager, when I walked into a situation, I took it from the perspective of what's not working here and what do I need to say to get it fixed? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a presumption that, that your job is to go in and tell people what to do based on what you see not happening. Mm -hmm. If I think about leading, and I remember this so vividly when I was a, a VP of operations, where I may only visit a store once a year, if that. And I, I use the perspective of given where this store is, given what I know about the people in the store, what do they need from me today to feel empowered, inspired, um, and mm -hmm. optimistic? See, mm -hmm. you see the distinction? Yeah, and that when you leave, whether management, managing or leading, what you wanna do is leave whatever, whoever, whatever group you've been with better than they were before you came in the yeah. door. Yeah. Even if it's with bad news. Yeah. I do wanna say something, cause we're not, um, so I'll say this. The management resource group, is that MRG? Yeah. Yeah, um, we're get, we're plugging you. We'll have to let them know because they had a, an MEA and an LEA at one point, which is an assessment tool, people, and it's a very good leadership assessment tool. Um, and they're based in Portland, Maine. I'll just mention that. And um, 
you know, what was my point? <laughs> if you really want to know what the difference is. Well, well, maybe yeah. what their distinction between managing and leading was. Um, well, it's a lot about what we were, we're, we're yeah, talking about. It's the visioning. It's the inspiring. Uh, it's growing and developing people. Um, and you you're, know, slightly, you're slightly safer as a manager. You can, you don't have to have an original thought. No. No, um, that sounds just awful. Because here's what I'm wanting to say: managers, you matter a ton. You keep the the tenor and the um, culture, and the, you keep it going. And how you keep it going either produces energy, optimism, results, or I am furious at a manager that I don't even know who has taken someone in my family who is one of our most competent, lovely, young woman, can get anything done. She's a natural and people love to work with her. She's just good. And she has been so mismanaged during this pandemic that I think they'll lose her. I think she'll quit. And I think she should, no performance review no dropping in, nothing, Yeah. Nothing. Um, but demand for more and more, faster, faster. So anyway, managers, you're also the key to retention. Yeah, I, I don't, um, I'm glad you said that because it, it may seem, well, at least as I think back to what we've discussed so far, that somehow leading is better than uh, more uh, beneficial um, than, than managing. And, and some of the best managers that I've observed uh, do all the things that we talked about in terms of managing, but whether it's by example or by virtue of uh, connecting and having a relationship, um, that's kind of the, um, the secret sauce of them really excelling beyond their peers. Um, you know, the, the, the telling, yes, uh, the teaching, yes, but also the challenging and, and inspiring. Mm -hmm. And creating the cohesion and kind of comfort. Come on in, we're going to do this. Oh, come on in, grab a snack. Um, oh, I had an important point to make. Can it go on? Oh, we talked about compensation. Yeah. Previously. And, I, and now I'm thinking about power in terms of the customer. We say leading isn't, better than managing, but we pay as if it is. Yeah, see there's, you know, if I think about this being two dimensional, mm -hmm. you know, on one axis there's managing and then leading. And then on the other axis is like breadth of responsibility, uh -huh. um, you know, and, and there seems to be um, a similarity between both of those dimensions. But in fact, the reality is there's not. There, there are plenty of people that are high up in organizations that still manage and, and, uh, and don't lead. And there are people that are at the lower rungs of supervision and they lead um, and manage less. So it's, it's, it's tough to pin down, but it's a great conversation um, in the context of understanding the distinction. And then how do you move from one to the other either in the role that you're in or in another role. Or should you? Because should Waitrose, you? Waitrose in England um, 
a supermarket tries to keep its managers in the same store forever and ever, and they compensate them more the longer they stay in their store. I think that's, I hope I'm right, but if not, it's a good idea. Oh yeah. Think about that. I, well, you know, we have examples of people that were great at one job and promoted and were lousy. So if you get a store manager and, and just think of the continuity. Well, I'll and tell you, there's, there's, a, um, there's a chain of uh, Tex-Mex uh, uh, restaurants. There's, I think they have like eight shops and they, they follow that to the letter. The highest paid person in the organization are the people that are running those units. I mean, they make four times as much as their counterparts, if not more. But it's the idea that, to, to create that continuity. And honor the, the role of managing. I mean, because there was always the, the moment of people who were offered to be a manager and they'd go, eh, for the pay increase, it's an awful, but, you know, especially in food retailing, it's a pain in the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the one, to, once again, this kind of feeds into the distinction that we described. When I think of this organization that I did some work for, they would bring someone in from uh, another company and they knew they were hiring um, experts in terms of how to run a restaurant. So they're more mm -hmm. managing. Mm -hmm. And and ultimately, the path they took them down is, you know, you're the CEO of this unit. Mm -hmm. but yeah. the, the, the next restaurant is 150 miles away. Yeah. You know, so you really are yeah. the CEO of uh, this unit. Yeah. Um, which stretches. Um, and to be honest, I think volume wise, it's one of the highest volume restaurants in America. Meaning per unit. Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. So sorry. So, to and those of you who are listening, um, if you have good ideas about even, well, correct us and join us, hate us. <laughs> but if you have good ideas to mention about leading and managing, um, please do. But also if you have examples where managers are fully honored and paid for what they do, I'd like to hear more about that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I think uh, like we've suggested with a couple other topics, this would be a great Facebook live uh, yeah. conversation where we get yeah. interaction and, and, and different uh, voices in the room. So Joyce, we're, we're close on time. Do you, wanna, do you wanna grind this down to a couple of so what's in terms of our conversation today? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither do I. <laughs> well, I will say one thing, managing right now, in this time of pandemic and people coming back to work and hybrid work, the manager is going to, boy, be key and have the ability to build trust and connection and to manage that possibly chaotic system. It doesn't have to be because I don't see bricks and mortar as mattering with Zoom and all that, I just don't. But managers, you are in line for providing the psychological safety, the nurturing, the nurturing piece of your role is going to be large for quite a while. And if I might amplify that really great point, um, in, in a recent article of Sherm's HR Magazine, they describe the, uh, the turnover tsunami that's coming. 
Yes. Uh, where so many people are on their perch, dissatisfied with their boss, dissatisfied with how their company handled the pandemic. Uh, they're on their perch. Realizing how good it felt not to be there. Yeah. And, and, you know, we talked about this on the higher right episode, but if I think about the, the role of a manager where most of these people will be coming into those teams, uh, yeah, it's um, in some respects, uh, they're more important than the people they report to. Absolutely. And I would, if I were the CEO, add um, all kinds of bonus for, um, I can't think of the opposite of turnover, for keeping people, for retention over time. I would add, I would bonus that like crazy. Joyce, you radical, radical person. I know paying things well for what they do that matters. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Joyce, it's time to say goodbye. Adios. Okay, till the next time. Bye. What number would this one be? Thank you for joining us on the Bob and Joyce podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at bobandjoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe. And even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others define the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce Podcast. Until the next time, be well and be safe.